When I was a young boy, <laughs> my father took me to the city. He said, Welcome, to the, podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, welcome I'm to Speaking, Speaking of Witch podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm Skylar. Skylar's new thing is just starting every podcast singing. <clears throat> well, we were just listening to some emo rock. It's very fitting. We were listening to a little MCR. Um, <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Um, Skylar was showing me this new song, which, what, what's it called? Let us know. He's, like, super into it. It was, Everyone, a, it was a pretty cool song. There's a song. It's by Creeper. C-R-E-E-P-E-R. Creeper. <laughs> it's called Cyanide. And there's also another one called Be My End. Okay. Sounds so good. Be My End. Okay. Uh, if you guys like emo rock, emo pop rock, it's really good. Yeah. It, I, the one that you showed me was really cute. Also, if you hear like weird, heavy breathing, it's because Phoebe is snoring directly next to the microphone. She looks, she looks like a little so comfortable. angel baby. She's so cute. But if you hear any weird wheezing, it's definitely So her. last week, you were telling me that you wanted to kind of maybe talk about superstitions. Yeah, but then we did nothing but to prep then that. Then we did nothing to prep. But so, okay. I did have one superstition that I feel like wouldn't take away. Actually... I, before we get into that, I want to not forget to tell the podcast listeners that last week there was a mysterious smell coming from your bathroom, what you thought was sink. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Okay. The PS4 is like humming and it's going to, it's going to distract it's me. It's going to just, okay. <laughs> um, it has and, to turn off. Okay. Okay. All right, well, why don't you explain to them what happened then? So I had a stinky bathroom, and apparently you need to wash your bath mat, people. <laughs> Listen, I... I we was, were like, I was like, what is that? And I, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand. Maybe it's my pee trap. <laughs> yeah, so, no, you didn't know what it was. We had a, a listener, hi, listener, if, you, if you're here, if you're still listening, and you haven't gotten frustrated and you've left, <laughs> they um, DM'd us and sent the funniest message that Skylar and I like scream laughed at um something about like Jesus wasn't a plumber he was a carpenter like, please like, go fix your bathroom you like, can't fix your pee trap with love yeah Jesus, <laughs> Jesus was a carpenter not a plumber <laughs> we fucking died <laughs> so um yeah thank but, you listener for telling me that it was called a pee trap after you told me that I realized I already knew that yeah wow what a Virgo thing <laughs> to say you forgot. dick <laughs> and then I went into the bathroom I was like Skylar this smells like wet towel like this doesn't smell like pee trap this you were such like a mom you wet. walked in there you put your face I right did. in it i did i was like because girl was you're like... in danger <laughs> you can't well, just walk into my bathroom and put your face in my towel i, like I was I like oh my god i felt like i had a teenage son that i had to like <laughs> smell his pits to tell him to put his deodorant on before he goes out I'm scared like, for you i went on my hands and knees and smelled the rug. I was like, I think it's your rug. <laughs> like, and then he's like, no, no, no. And then like later that day, I saw him like sneakily carrying his rug <laughs> to the washer and dryer, and somehow this. the smell went away. <laughs> I still think it was the. Pee I trap. had to call you out only because we talked about it last week, and I think the <laughs> listeners needed to know. Like, they needed to know the update. Is it okay? It's totally okay. My bathroom Crisis is averted. less stinky. It still smells funny in there, but... That's 
because it's my that's where I take my poopies. It's it's all good, but um, if anyone's w- worried or concerned about his pee trap, it actually was just basic. Yeah, it was just basic cleanliness. cleanliness. Was the issue? I think we relearned last week when you didn't wash your body till you're like 21. <laughs> that was probably the case. I'm a little behind. <laughs> And, you know, any of my other listeners out there, go at your own pace. Yeah, do you. You do you, boo. If you don't want to wash your body for three (laughs) who am I to say? But, okay, Okay, so. Okay, now that we have that out of the way. I forgot because I really wanted to talk about superstitions because I love superstitions. Okay. But what was that song we were singing? Barely superstitious. Yeah. Writing on the wall. Stevie Wonder. Um, Okay, so. I only know the Raven Simone version. Why did I even come up with this? I wrote this down. I was like, this is a really good idea. And I can't remember why. So let's start off before you read that. Okay. Just like right off the bat. Growing up. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. Was your family I wrote that down. Right. Like, what is your, what did you come from? And I think we've actually like touched on this. I don't think we've gone into like superstitions. If we did, it could have been 90 hours ago. Literally. In content. Well, so no, we've I, evolved I know since I've then. at least brought up the fact that one of my parents was very superstitious. Um, and I think that that's probably just like a side conversation that we had. We weren't, we didn't linger on it. But uh, yeah, so I had, I. Well, I had one parent that was, like, very heavy into, like, influencing me to, like, make believe and have imagination and, like, let my intuition go and, like, mm-hmm. do these things. And then I had another parent that was, like, very, very superstitious. And it was always about the non-traditional stu- superstitions. So it wasn't, like, I would walk underneath a ladder and, like, the one parent would be, like, oh, my God. It would be about weird things that, like they thought were superstitions or like that somebody else had told them that weren't like well known it's not like if a mirror broke my one parent would be like oh my god don't don't you know it, i don't i can't explain it like it was just a feeling and a vibe that that this one parent really felt like there was fear behind mm. not following or going against a superstition and that's what i wanted to bring up because and we'll get into that. I want. I want to. I want to ask you yours. But basically, just start thinking about the concept behind. What's the difference between like, m- like magic um, and the energy around superstitions? Even thinking about like a Ouija board, right? Like how mm-hmm. Ouija boards we've talked about before. Like no, no, no. But if you put that energy into them, they can be used that way. I believe, and anything can take on that energy. But if you think about it in a a productive and safe and healthy manner i think it can be really useful mm-hmm. but you go what did your what's your background i mean i don't know we, we, bottoms up the devil laughs but <laughs> <laughs> so my family was super superstitious especially my grandma i yeah. feel like the smaller the town the bigger the superstition yeah and uh so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my grandma comes from a really bless small town heart. bless my heart you know very superstitious but for, like, my familial, like, my immediate family, yeah. there was a lot of superstition, but behind it wasn't fear. Behind it was always comedy. Oh, okay. So, like, growing up, my family had its fair share of issues, but I do have to say everybody in my family is like me when it comes to comedy yep. and laughing and, yeah. like, hilarity. Yeah. And um, everybody has... I can sense that even literally not even meeting, but just, like, the conversations I hear you having or, like, 
what I know about your yes, family Yes, we all, members. everyone in my family talks very similar to me. Yeah. Like, uh, the, very gregarious mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, what we talk about. Like, we all, we like Self-deprecating to humor. Self-deprecating. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and so... I remember like being real young and we're like me and my mom are walking along a sidewalk. This is like a classic example, right? My mom's always like, you know what they say, step on a crack, break your mama's back. So I start like jumping on the cracks, obviously. And then she stops me and looks at me and she's going to, and she said, you're going to feel so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. So I'd say that would be an example. Um, But, like, for the smaller everyday superstitions, yeah. for me, it, it was, a lot of it was, like, the very basic stuff, like, breaking mirrors, walking under ladders, right. spilling salt, throwing it over your... Uh, right. But also, like, there was, like, other random things that I don't know if they were... So, like, we had this superstition called pink, a pinky... Obviously, everybody knows what a pinky swear is, mm-hmm. but a big thing in my family was, is that if you make a pinky swear with somebody and you break your pinky promise then your pinky will turn black and fall off (laughs) and it's not assured when Mm. but if you break a pinky promise your pinky will break off Uh. like you will lose your pinky so if you lose a pinky in my family it's because you've broken a promise that's interesting (laughs) did you have like an uncle that didn't have a pinky and like the that was like see uncle greg Broke his pinky promise, kids. I don't what know happens? exactly like, where that came from. I, Uncle Greg did have his pinky, I think. But. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... I mean... And what's your... Like, what's your take on superstitions now? It's so weird because I feel like... I've, I, it's not, I don't know. I consider myself still superstitious. Yes, but I would too. from a too. comedy standpoint. Yes, and I would too. And, but not about like the common things that people think of when they think of superstitions. It's about, again, things in which you wouldn't really yes. expect you to have superstitions about. Um, I think one of them was, what was that thing that you didn't want me to say? That like... Stop it. <laughs> You're lucky I forgot what it, what they were called. Do not say it. Yes. There is something that I believe, like, superstitiously, that if you even say the word, it's bad juju. It's yeah. Bad. It's bad energy, right? It's just yeah. no good. And, uh, yeah, you just shouldn't say it. We're not even going to talk about it. Basically, what you can explain sort of what... I can't, because... <laughs> See, you're totally it's a superstitious. superstitious. I, but also, you're right. It is... The power that you lend to it. Yeah. But I take other people's accounts of this very seriously. So just this one particular thing. This one particular thing actually freaks me out. I think part of your problem is is that you're so invested in, like, true crime. I'm invested in true crime, mythology, folklore. Yeah, and and so you become part of it. I've heard too much shit to not believe that there are things lurking out there that are are just waiting for you to say the wrong thing. love that but my the big one that i was thinking about the most yeah and where this came from and like the way that i it still kind of happens it's okay to tell a lie as long as you cross your fingers and put them behind your back you believe in that there's a part of me that's such a virgo fucking thing (laughs) that still believes that but i'm right as long as i have technicality as long as i have technicality because the other person if you make a promise you're supposed to have the other person turn around and show that they're not twisting their fingers so it's on the other person for not checking. Wow. And that was definitely something I grew up believing. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
my like, god. Like, if you ask someone to make a promise, but you don't check, that's on you, girl. I'm trying to think of, like, I think... It's so weird because I am such a spiritually driven person, but I'm also really fucking, like, just bluntly honest and open about, like, no, I will not let this get the best of me. <clears throat> or, no, I will not... You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think like I feel there like has to be something. But do you think there's anything in me that you've seen or that like, you know, that I do not see so much superstition in you? No, I, I think that. But I believe in like magic and energy. And so like, it's almost weird that that doesn't cross over, but it you, does. But so maybe just I not in like the different um, like paradigms about like our function in the universe. Yeah. It, so like I. I feel like you believe like you're the center of your universe, right? I don't. I think you believe you're the center of your universe. No. I think all of the listeners would definitely agree that you think you're the center of no, your universe. No, I wish I was the center of the universe. It's a difference. <laughs> and I am fully aware that I'm a fringe. I do not believe that so, I'm the center of the universe. I know. I, I know. I know okay. you don't believe it. But okay. I do believe that you you are more like your your own soul is like your locus of control so like you have control over your experience to a certain degree to a certain extent but i i see what you're saying but me on the other hand i feel like i'm more being tossed around by like the waves of experience (laughs) you fucking love that don't you you're like i'm not in charge i don't have to take accountability for anything i do because i'm just being tossed around like a sack i'm more at the whim of the universe like i don't I do believe I'm a co-creator to an extent, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I I know I don't. It's very confusing what I believe about that. Okay. So I feel like when you have a belief, so do you know what you believe? So when you have a belief like mine, <laughs> I feel like it makes you more likely to be superstitious because yeah. you're not quote unquote the one in control. Yeah. So like you gotta try your best. You know, it doesn't. I don't know why it works to cross your fingers when you lie, but it does. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It just clears your conscience. And oh my god that's what matters <laughs> <laughs> truly at the end of the day truly um i okay that was a lot to take in was it i love that you justified lying with well, like big ones. with like you just not even well, being like in control said, of the universe and it's not even justifying lying like i said it's the other person's fault <laughs> skylar Oh if God. you guys don't get it, you don't get it. <laughs> you know? That's not my problem. It's not my problem. Start like I just said. It up. <laughs> Maybe check my back before mm-hmm. you will believe me. <laughs> you didn't even check my back. <laughs> um, I, I, okay, here's why. I can't remember where I saw this. So I wish that I could shout it out. It must, I think, I felt like it was some sort of tweet or something that got my gears going. But what was weird was I was like, oh, let me... Let me think about um, superstitions and manifestations, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's a really big concept. Like, when you're trying to manifest something or when you're trying to, like, make sure that you're, um, you know, open up or uh, having having a good balance of, like, doing what you need to do to get your needs met, but also, like, letting the universe or God or whatever come mm-hmm. your way and give you the opportunity, there is – it is almost the same feeling – as superstition although it's not based out of fear mm-hmm. it's based out of like hope um, okay. and i thought that the concept of that was very big but interesting however before we really dive into that concept i was like well let me look at some points in which that i could you know bring things up i thought it would be really fun to do like 
I'm sure there's a BuzzFeed quiz or something out there. There is. Can you pull it up on your laptop? Yes. Because while I explain this, I thought it was really interesting. Now, when I started to do it, I did only like the second or third question just to see like what it was like. And I was like, oh, this obviously it's a BuzzFeed quiz. So it's fucking garbage. Here, let me pass you the laptop. While while you find it, let me tell the listeners another superstition I just thought of. So... Even to, We're all over the place right now. Yeah, even to this day, whenever my mom and I are in the car and we're driving past a graveyard, we don't even say anything to each other. We lift our feet off the ground and hold our breath. Because <laughs> if you don't, the devil will fly inside of you. What? <laughs> what? So, like, let's... I feel like, actually, you might have told that on the I, podcast I think before. I've told that story I before. Forgot. But, like, I have distinct childhood memories of my mom lifting her foot off the brake. While we're going past a graveyard. My God. And we're all in the car with bubbles in our mouths holding our breath. And I couldn't tell you why. Is it because the devil flies inside? Who knows? I don't know. Okay, so I think this is the one that I had. There's like 5,000 million bajillion BuzzFeed quizzes. But this is what got me going like, oh, no, we have to talk about this, right? So we're going to take this little quiz. The first one, or you're going to take this quiz. Okay. Because it's really garbage. Okay. Black hats. Are they cute? (laughs) (laughs) Are they fine? I have real no feelings about them. Are they a little creepy? I wouldn't mess with one. Or very bad sign. Um, they're fine. Okay. Second question. You're walking on the sidewalk and come up to a ladder leaning over the path. You... Da, da, da. Walk under it without noticing... Walk under it, but feel a little stressed about it. Rub your personal luck charm as you walk underneath it. Or definitely cross the street. Walk under it and feel stressed about it. (laughs) (laughs) You little rebel. Um, If you broke a mirror, you'd throw it out and buy a new one. Take time to cleanse your aura. There's clearly bad vibes in your home. Freak out and start planning for seven years of bad luck. Or get kind of bummed out. It was a really cute mirror. (laughs) Get kind of bummed out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really cute mirror. Good. Friday the 13th is just another day. A day where you're extra careful. A good luck day. Or the worst day ever. <laughs> a day where you're extra careful. Wow. Okay. Now, here's the kicker. Which of these do you believe in? Tarot reading? Horoscopes? Having your tea leaf read? Or none of them? Tarot. Okay. But this is this is why I wanted to make mm-hmm. this so we can talk about this. Why is the equivalent of superstitions going from like walking under a ladder, breaking a mirror, seeing a black cat? And also like this is supposed to be on the same level of superstitions is tarot reading, horoscopes and tea leaf reading. Yes. That is what made me go, <laughs> wait a fucking minute. Do people literally, I mean, I, tarot I, is considered a superstition. I mean, I, I understand that, mm-hmm. but I think that even still to this day, like a Buzzfeed quiz being thrown in, like, what do you think of black cats? Cute. I don't really care. Fine. And then the next, like, which one of these do you believe in? Having your tea leaves read horoscopes, none of them or tarot reading. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I, it really made me think, like, how 
I don't know. It just really, it kind of, it literally made me dissociate a little bit. Like, really? Yeah, because I, I, I'm aware that we're in a bubble of mm-hmm. of a community that obviously feels normal to us, and yeah. that most people know, you know, that spirituality on some sense. And I guess because I'm, we're on social media and follow and things like that, a lot of we're other not just in a bubble. We're people, in a bubble bubble. We're in a bubble bubble. Toil and trouble. Toil and trouble. <laughs> um, but let's finish the quiz. Okay. Finally, someone next to you spills some salt on the table. You ask them to throw salt over their shoulder immediately. Yes, that one. That didn't even need to be Wait, that. really? Yeah. Are you kidding? What if I wouldn't? What would you do? Well, you spilled it, so it's ultimately not my problem. Mm. But you would ask me to throw it over my yes, shoulder. Yes, because it would stress me out on your behalf. Wait, really? okay how superstitious are you you got you're a little superstitious (laughs) wow you don't believe in every tale you hear but there's definitely a level of respect yeah i have my limits buzzfeed (laughs) for superstition in you you cross your fingers when you want something good to happen (laughs) okay whoa this is getting scary from time to time <laughs> stuff like that but like don't let it rule your life and then this is your image it's Lindsay lohan in the parent trap crossing her fingers and her arms saying good, good luck. luck that's <laughs> literally me by the way literally you should we do it again and have me take it i'll go quick okay okay <laughs> so i feel like Okay, first of all, yes, I am literally Lindsay Lohan when she's doing that yeah. finger crossing. Like, if I am waiting for a result, my fingers are you crossed. You literally are crossing your fingers. Literally uh, cross my fingers, my arms, my legs, like cross everything, black, my eyes. Yeah, black hats. Oh my god, they're so cute. Okay, you're walking on a path on a sidewalk. Um, I. You confidently I, go under Yeah, the I was gonna say I walk under it with literally not even realizing because I'm too ADD to like even realize where I'm at. I'm probably doing something on my phone. <laughs> If you broke a mirror, you'd freak out, throw by a new one, get bummed out. I, I, like I would you... be bummed out. I'd be bummed out. I'm like, man, that's such a cute mirror. Um, Friday the 13th is, I don't want to say just another day, because I do feel in the power, again, in the, I feel the power in... That collective the, yeah, idea. Like, yeah, the collective idea of it. So I'm just going to say, I'll say a good luck day. Um, which of these do you believe in? Literally, horoscopes, all of that shit. Um, finally, someone next to you spills some salt on the table. Uh, okay, let me read the other options for this one. Ask them to throw salt over their shoulder immediately. Feel a little freaked out, but don't say anything. Toss some salt over your shoulder for good measure. Help them clean it up. I would do none of these things. Um, but I suppose I'd help them clean it up. Oh, wow. I got, you're not superstitious at all. <laughs> Shocker. Wow. <laughs> you already knew this about yourself, but you just wanted to take this quiz to see if there's anything extra kooky out there lately. <laughs> <laughs> so congrats. You don't believe in any of this hocus pocus and you're proud of it. And my gift is Anna Kendrick going, mind blown and going, I know. So that was really cute. Love that for me. Thank God we got to do that. I think that was really fun. Um, that was scary accurate for me. Uh, common. Let's just look up common superstitions really quick. Okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, 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 okay. 13 of the most common superstitions in their origin. 
black cats are associated with magic. Oh. We know that one. Marriage and kissing a, a mustached, mustachioed man. With, well, I've never heard this. Marriage and kissing a mustached man? No, I've never there heard that. There are many common superstitions associated with marriage. One is that if a woman kisses a brunette man during a wedding, then she will get married. She will get a marriage proposal soon. But if a woman kisses a mustached man and a stray hair is left on her lips, then she is likely to never marry. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh my God. <gasps> Lighting three cigarettes with the same match. This superstition comes from military circles and dates back to World War One. If three soldiers smoke together, snipers could easily find them. If they used the same match to light their cigarettes, the shooters would notice that the match was still burning after the first lighting and had enough time to load their weapons, target, and shoot the unlucky third smoker, says Oliver. This is coming from www.learning-mind.com. Four-leaf clover. I feel like a lot of people mm-hmm. know that one. Carrots for good eyesight. Yeah. Um, I still believe that for no reason. Every time I eat wait, a carrot, I'm like, my eyes so It's not good so for help. your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> wait, really? I watched... Is that a myth that, like, parents told their kids? <clears throat> no, it comes from World War II. Wait, like, okay, really? So, the British had this technology to spy on the Germans, right? But they didn't want the Germans to know that they had it. So... The British started telling people that if you ate carrots, your eyesight would get good. So the Germans just thought that the British had really good eyesight. No. And they told everybody it was carrots. Okay, let me read this now and see how close you are. Although some studies have shown that carrots contain vitamin A, which is good for the eyes, the vegetable itself cannot guarantee perfect vision. Oliver argues that this is a myth invented by parents in order to get their kids to eat vegetables. British pilots ate enormous quantities Quantities of carrots to see from a great height in the dark. The rumor was spread to mislead the world in the invention of radar. Oh my god, cute. I'm so smart. You're so smart. Wearing pants inside out. If you have a bad day, you'll need to put your pants on inside out. Oliver's not sure about the origin of this superstition. Oliver, you don't owe anything. You literally know nothing. (laughs) Keep the oven full. Of what? I don't know. It says... This is an old Jewish superstition. If an oven is left empty, the family will go hungry in the future. To avoid famine, it is enough to leave in the oven a piece of parchment paper or even a pan. The girls in my family will not put their purses on the floor. Like, they will not put their purse on the floor because if you do, then you will lose all of your money. Oh my god, are you kidding? I'm not kidding. Like, to this day, my sister, like, if we're somewhere and her purse is heavy... She will not put it on the floor. She'll be like, it's your turn to carry it because you know how I feel about putting my purse on the floor. I'll lose my money. Wait, really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Infant admiration. If you're in China and see a beautiful newborn baby, don't express your admiration. It is long considered bad luck because it's believed to attract the attention of ghosts and demons. Thus, it is habitual to say bad words about a baby to keep evil away. Your baby is so ugly. It's the most ugliest baby I've ever seen. Um, chewing gum at night. Even if you have bad breath, chewing gum after dinner in Turkey is a bad sign. Turks believe that if you chew gum at night, you chew the flesh off of the, or you chew the flesh of the dead. Oh, well, I mean, (laughs) maybe it's true. To each their own flesh. Um, opening an umbrella indoors. How do you feel about that one? I would never. 
Wait, really? I, t- I do I mean, it all the time. Like bad what? luck. What does that mean? To open an umbrella indoors? Bad luck? Like I, Something about the act of doing that, it just presupposes something. Okay. I don't know. Passing underneath the ladder. We talked about that one. Crossing your fingers. All this says is this common superstition has religious or- origins. Crossing your fingers is kind of a sacred protection because two, ping- two fingers forms a kind of cross. So you're telling me that you swear on a cross that you are going to keep your promise? Mm-hmm. You swear against Oh, my God. Let's see. There's like a little hyperlink for religious origins. Um, oh, this is like a whole other fucking article. Forget that. Um... It's not even related. Number 13. Okay. That's it. Anyways. Yeah. Like if, uh, luckily whenever I've stayed in hotels, they don't even have the 13th floor usually. Uh, but like if I went to a hotel and they put me on the 13th floor for no reason, I would be like, really? (laughs) Wait, really? Yeah. Why? I don't know why. Oh my God. I'd be like, do we have to? So that's the question of the week for the listeners. We're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna try to start asking questions to you guys. Um, people have figured out how to DM us. People on have Anchor, figured right? out how to send us voice messages. We and had somebody like message that. us on Facebook yesterday. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. You, are, I think you get notifications better than I do. I don't know why my notifications for the group don't, don't come out. Anyways, that's a wow. whole other con- conversation. But um, people who have like. Instagram DM'd me, or even you can send a voice note on Anchor, and we can even include it in the podcast. It's 30 seconds long, so if you want to send more than that, just send multiple links, uh, multiple voice notes. And if you don't mind it being in the podcast, let it, let us know. But, you know, mm-hmm. tell us what your thoughts are you know, on superstitions. Honestly, to make it easier, yeah. if you're going to send us a voice note on Anchor, please assume that we're going to talk about it and it's going to be on the podcast. Yes. Okay, great. Because I actually would love to be able to insert the voice mm-hmm. note that... It takes too long to ask permission these I days. I know, but, you know, you just never know. Never know. But, like, you if you're sending it... And you it's don't, A-okay. and if you don't, if you don't specifically say like, I'm just trying don't to, like, don't share this, I'm like so shy, like, you know, then we're probably going to share it. <laughs> um, in fact, you know what we're going to do? We're going to out our friend with the, the one that sent the voice note about my P-trap. Yeah, your P-trap. So here's that clip now. So I see I only have a minute of recording time, so this might have to go into two messages. So I'm sorry about that. So first of all, I can't believe that this is the thing that finally pushed me to send you guys a voice message. But I was listening to the podcast for Monday, and I'm literally screaming, Skylar, it's called a P-trap. It's called a P-trap, dude. Like the thing under your sink that has the water seal that separates you from the poopy smells. It's called a P-trap. They sell them in complete kits at the place where you work. And... I can confirm that witchcraft is not going to fix it, and Jesus was a carpenter, not a plumber, so he's probably not going to fix it for you either. So, But I have every faith that you could do it yourself. It's not hard. I promise. I've done it myself. It's not bad. You can do it, man. Did you insert it? I inserted it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know, right? It was really funny. Damn. She's hilarious. Girl, you've begotten the she magic. She was really, really funny. Um, but I think that... It would be cool to hear from you all out there 
any superstitions that you might have grown up with that are like not the normal ones. Um, and if you believe in them or if you have superstitions of your own that like for whatever reason you just abide by. What sign um, is the most superstitious? Oh, what do you think? Let me think Pisces. about that. Yeah. It's the only thing I can think of that probably. explains me. Yeah, probably. Because there is like this like, there is this like cosmicness to like it's, yeah there's no reason for it but it just is yeah you little fragile people mm -hmm. i love you kisses like one um, time i walked into the back at work and someone had an open umbrella in the middle of the room and i was like damn this shit's an omen <laughs> <laughs> i was oh like this can't be good what else did i write down i put mm, um, mm, that's pretty it. That's pretty Would much it. Would you consider an omen a superstition? I, you know, it's so weird because, like, how do I, how do I connect so, so much to like a sign? I guess maybe because I'm just equating superstition to negative things. Mm -hmm. I would say if it isn't like a a bad luck connotation on superstition then i would say that i am very superstitious because i do believe in things like omens i do believe in things in like spirit messages i do connect with spirit i connect with like energy and i understand things like tea leaves and you know like i understand that i understand the concept of that and i believe in it but as soon as it gets into the like you break a mirror, you're cursed for seven years. Not I seven just, years, probably like seven minutes. It literally says seven years of bad luck. I, mean, I know that's it. like the traditional, but personally, I don't believe a curse would last that long. <laughs> I think it'd you, be way shorter. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I just, I think when it's like it's gonna be bad if you don't do this one thing, then I just, I don't know. I feel like that was mm -hmm. along the way, just. I, don't know. I was watching an interesting video about North Korea and okay. they don't they don't have like religion there because of like the, the dictatorship they yeah, can't so it's replaced with superstition so their religion is superstition if that <gasps> makes sense. look up that really are you kidding that's and so uh, there's not much information on it obviously because it's North Korea yeah but like yeah instead of religion they have very strict religion like superstitions yeah like what foods can not touch and not touch and what Weird. like where you can put your bowls and like they that's kind of how they move around in the if world if you're allowed to put your peanut butter and jelly knife hanging inside but <laughs> not inside the sink is that funny for our listeners <laughs> no it's not <laughs> skylar has this really funny thing where Maybe he makes a superstition a he makes a pb and j like he comes home every day for like like break mm -hmm. and makes a pb and j enjoys it loves it takes the knife i'm mm -hmm. sure you're not the only one that does this and instead of putting it in the sink he like hovers it so that the, the dirty part is like hovering over the sink mm -hmm. and the handle's like on the edge of the counter as if he's going to come back and reuse it like it's not quite dirty you know to what him. i'm thinking now that we're having this conversation that's totally a superstition of mine it is it feels like bad luck for me to just toss it into the sink or rinse it off at all or rinse it off. <laughs> so it's I, just weird. I'm more likely to rinse it off when we have paper towels. Why? I don't know. Why don't you just like even lick it? Like like you're not waste, like you're not gonna waste like you know if you feel like it's, it's like just a bad waste. Bad luck to lick a knife. Okay, but it's also bad to wipe it off. So how do you clean it? 
It's tough. You just wait for me to do it? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, listen. He, it actually is some, not something that bothers me. Mm-hmm. It's just something I've noticed that I think is like very quirky. It's like it's quirky that like I'm like. Quirky. Quirky. <laughs> I just feel like I, I look at it and I'm like, what? Like, does he like, does he think he's going to come back and use it again? No, like, it's what is. pure superstition. Okay. It's weird. Thank God we had that conversation. <laughs> So glad we cleared that up. So what's our timestamp? Okay, do you want to go into what you had planned? Not necessarily, but I am Uh-oh, interested in... something's happening to my phone. Uh, oh, we've only been, We're halfway through. Do it's you have not, battery to go? Yes. It's okay. not a speaking of which podcast if Skylar doesn't ask at least once what timestamp we're I just wanted to see at. what we were... Okay, so, so professional. So there is something interesting kind of happening this week. Not really, but... Actually... Let's take a moment to thank the sponsors yes, our now because the supporters, because we were talking about getting you guys involved and, you know, voice noting in mm-hmm. and kind of just I'm engaging with us I'm supposed to be making our, bit. speaking of which, Discord server, but I keep forgetting I, to make it. No one has told me how to use Discord, so that's first of that's all. That's because we need to be proactive and learn these things. We have a very kind listener that keeps offering to help me and I keep saying, I'm going to do it. No, that. why don't you let them help? Who is it? Someone DM me who is willing to help because I will. I will. No, I want to do it. Okay, but thank you so much to our supporters for this week. It is Stacy, Karen R, Teresa D, Alyssa S, Rebecca P K, Lindsay M, Kate B, David B, Julie C, Jennifer L, Dominic B, Dorothy E, Phil K, Lisa P, Amy F, Heather H, Jesse D, who is a new supporter, Melanie W, and Jesse H. Thank Thank you all so much for contributing to the podcast. We really, really appreciate it. If you guys would like to support the podcast and you're not on that list, you can do so for as little as a dollar a month, $5 a month, even $10 a month if you're so kind. Um, And there is links in any of the platforms that you're listening to this podcast on. Or you can go to anchor.fm, I think, slash speaking of which, mm-hmm. um, and donate there. Also, just sharing it or giving this a review is super, super helpful. Giving us like a five Apple stars. Apple podcast and thing like that. Like give us a five out of five star rating and give Skylar a compliment in the comments. And that's, that's like literally listening. all you need to do. And we will just be forever eternally grateful. But also, if you support us financially, it really means means quite a lot to us so thank you so much to this week's supporters okay so this is something that is coming up it depend we've kind of talked about conjunctions before depending on who you talk to and like exactly what degree conjunctions you're talking about yeah oh okay so basically venus is conjuncting saturn either today or on the fifth depending on like the numerical number you're willing to give okay i really love that you're getting into this i hope that you know that you're actually getting into something way bigger than just venus conjuncting saturn stop that's i'm i'm I'm, okay i just focusing i'm focusing in on when venus conjuncts saturn by itself okay that's what we're focusing in on okay so this is i found some really interesting stuff about venus conjunct saturn in natal and transits Mm -hmm. and just some like general stuff okay cool so this is an article called venus conjunct saturn natal and transit somber seriousness (laughs) by joy carter from horoscopejoy.com so this is obviously joy's perspective on things but i i felt like i i vibed with it Okay. So it says, with a Venus-Saturn conjunction in a natal chart, 
you might take your time before trusting others because you need people to prove themselves. <laughs> this is just you. <laughs> During the Venus conjunct Saturn transit, people may choose to focus their energies on one friendship at a time. And that was actually a theme I was seeing through all the articles that I was going through. Right. A theme of focusing on one friendship at a time. I, I had never heard of that concept before. Right. Libra Moon, hello. <laughs> So people with Venus conjunct Saturn in their natal chart, while compassionate and loyal, struggle to express themselves and to show these traits. As such, personal relationships may be slow to form and a bit distant at first, in spite of one's longing for affection. Uh, and there's also something else. Transiting in this arrangement may usher in periods of solitude, listlessness, and want. Emotional warmth comes with difficulty while being brash or curt will become easily one's material situation may also become challenging during this time uh your finances might receive a direct blow um so, and then here are some celebrities that have that's interesting that they're saying that it might okay that's impact. interesting so celebrities with venus conjuncting their natal saturn donald trump kurt Yikes. cobain uh emperor akito Oh, yeah, Akihito, King George III of the United Kingdom, Marie Curie, Steffi Graf, Martin Luther, and Bill Gates. I don't know who Steffi Graf is. Okay, anyways, keep going. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about with that? I just... Because you, you, said, you said transit, and then you said natal. So there, so, so this you, girl talked about what both. It, what both. Okay. She had, like, one section about gotcha. natal, and then one about this transit and how it affects yeah. people. I thought it was just really, I'd never even thought, you know, I just don't think of Venus and Saturn together and then what it means for them to be conjunct, but I found an article related to it. Okay. Why you struggle? so many things to say. Go, go for it. Go for it. So hold on. Which one? Which, you, you can pick one. Okay. This one's called Accepting Loneliness. Oh God. And then this one's called Why You Struggle <laughs> dot, 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 to Express Yourself. Let's do the second one. Because apparently when you have this conjunction natally, or even when it's a transit, it becomes more difficult to express yourself. Um, okay. Would you say that, does that resonate at all? Like this conjunction could potentially make it more difficult to really connect and express? Mm, um, yes and no. Yes and no. Depends I don't know on if your... I, w- I don't know if I would. I don't. I think I'm leaning more towards I don't agree with that. But because this person there, what, what did they say? Let me go back to the article. It says solitude may be both a preference and a requirement during Venus conjunct Saturn transits. People may choose to focus their energies on one friendship at a time. Again, that came up. That or, I like that idea. Or undertake one major task or le- leisurely activity for a specific period. Hmm. I found that very interesting i just didn't even know what i thought about that yeah so i wanted to see if you had any of these so this this article that you chose why mm-hmm. you struggle dot, yeah. dot, to express yourself from <laughs> cognitivehealing.com yeah i just wanted to see if you had any of these struggles okay right? and if you did let's fix it <laughs> okay <laughs> so this is reason one why you struggle to express yourself one conflict phobia Big mood. Conflict phobia. There are people. <laughs> there are people. Who David. Would, who would do whatever it takes to avoid a conflict. <laughs> you could be one of them. Avoiding a conflict is usually viewed as a good thing, but when it happens repeatedly at your expense, it becomes a problem. Fear of confrontation and avoiding a conflict is casually referred to as the ostrich phenomena, where a person buries their head underground and hopes that their problems go away. Okay, between you and I, who do you think does this? Obviously, it's me. <laughs> do you think I'm afraid of confrontation? No. So you do not struggle 
struggle struggle with conflict phobia. So you do not struggle expressing yourself in that way. Um, I think for a really big portion of my life I did. Um, but I have worked very, very hard for that to not be the case. So this is um, reason two you might struggle to express yourself. Okay. Emotional perfectionism. Yes. Back in you the can just, yep. Okay. <laughs> this specific example is like whatever. It says, back in the day, men were asked not to show their emotions because it would be perceived as weakness. Many people strongly believe that they should always be in control of their emotions. Therefore, whenever they do feel vulnerable and weak, they do what they can to hold their feelings in. Now that, I can't really tell with me. Because I'm kind of all over the place with these types it's of things. It's so weird, I agree. And I cry at the weirdest things. Mm-hmm. And the things in which I should be crying at, I don't. <laughs> so I feel like I might be the same. So uh, I would say, ultimately, I don't think I struggle with emotional perfectionism. I feel like I'm pretty much like, feel like whatever. Mm-hmm. I love that for you. So three... Fear of disapproval and rejection, (laughs) which is a speaking of which theme and mood. Love them for us. This is most common in bad relationships where one partner dominates the other. (laughs) The submissive partner often keeps their emotions to themselves out of fear of disapproval. You're literally red in the face. (laughs) I didn't actually read this article before we Sure red in the face it's also hot in here. it is hot in here it's phoebe's breath right next so to so do us. you feel like you have a fear of disapproval or rejection when it comes to expressing yourself yes i do but only to certain types of people who i feel like i might have unconsciously or subconsciously put up on a little bit more pedestals mm. um yeah there's not many in my life like that but so, the ones that are i yeah i would say all right, relatable. So four, poor self-esteem. People with poor self-esteem have a tendency to put others' needs above theirs. Now, I feel like that kind of was a little bit of a leap of logic there. Yeah. But they feel the need to please others and win their approval rather than doing things for their own contentment. I feel like that might just be kind of Libran for me. Mm. I don't know if I would consider that like a super problem. Just yeah, more because like a- you're also very <laughs> So, poor self-esteem. What about you? You seem fine to me. I'm fine. (laughs) And then last one. Hopelessness. (laughs) (laughs) Hopelessness is the most self-destructive reason as to why someone chooses not to express themselves. Now, that was an interesting sentence to read just now. Do you think that hopelessness could be the most self-destructive reason why someone would choose not to express themselves? (sighs) Does that... It doesn't fully resonate, but it doesn't not. That is such a Pisces fucking thing to say. Like, hopeless. It's just hopeless. When you're hopeless, no you've already decided me. that things will never change. You've given up. <laughs> now you're Everything just waiting for things to wrong. play out. You've told yourself not to expect anything positive from those All around you. All the Pisces you. who don't know the rest of the chart are going, I'm optimistic. Don't yeah. say that. I'm not like that. I'm not like that. Stop. Well, no. speak for yourself, Pisces. <laughs> What? And then concluded that your emotions don't matter. <laughs> um, so I don't think I struggle from hopelessness constantly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's pull back just a little bit. I think that it's an interesting topic that you're zoning in on Venus and um, Saturn conjunct because currently. Uh, today when we film this, which is February 1st, Venus is Monday, zero degrees Aquarius, right? Venus, Saturn, Jupiter, 
the sun, Mercury, and I believe Pallas Athena, the asteroid, is all in Aquarius. I might be missing something, but I believe those are all the placements. Um, and was that not happening on the eleventh? Or there's, I think, uh, yes, I, I, it's. I don't know the exact dates. I know. Wow. I know, right? Well, Mercury <laughs> moves so quickly that it's only going to be in Aquarius for, you know, X amount of weeks or days left. I don't know how many more days are left. And so, you know, some of those, like, um, inner planets will move quicker. But for them all to be in the same, the Sun, Mercury, Venus, Saturn, Jupiter, and Pallas. I mean, you don't, you don't have to... Mercury is officially retrograde, right? Correct. But it's all... Um, all in Aquarius. And this is a really, really, really big deal because everybody, it's it's going to be in, depending on what house it's in, affecting everybody in very, very big ways. So you have to think about it on a bigger scale than just Saturn and Venus, that all of these things are going to be really kind of, again, in a cosmic cocktail, like we said in earlier episodes. But where, where you're talking about... Um, Saturn and Venus conjunct. We also have Jupiter here, not too far away from it. It's not conjunct, but it's in the same sign and pretty close to an orb still. And wherever you have Saturn, it delays, restricts, denies, also brings challenges and, and opportunity for lessons and growth, where Jupiter brings luck and expansion and opportunity and abundance. And so mm-hmm. you already have that being pretty conflicting. And we've been dealing with that for a long time, even before it was in Aquarius, it was in doing the same thing, but under the sign of Capricorn. But now we have some other planets here all in like a big bushel of bouquet of like weird recipe here. So Venus is one-on-one relationships. It could be partnerships. It could be um, your your friends, your family members, but it's going to be like your one-on-one time with those people, your individual relationships, which is why those articles are highlighting things like spending more time specifically on one relationship than the other. And Saturn asks you to take a look at how you're structuring that relationship. Like what are the things that you do to support it? Or what's not working about it? How can you work harder with it? Um, and Ever, all of these signs are under the influence of Aquarius, which is unique, shocking, and different. You're going to be hearing, again, for the rest of the year, a lot about Aquarius because there's a lot of transits going on. But I think a lot of this is stemming on a big global level, still coming from COVID, and a lot of the ways in which our ideas about the way we're interacting with our one-on-one relationships meaning more, thinking differently about our relationships with people in ways in which we had never thought about them before, or maybe we did, but wasn't so intense. You know, I know from losing our friend Jason, the way in which we're thinking about not only our daily interactions with people and the safety of it, but the things that I never thought that I would have to be afraid of losing, I'm now much more grateful or mindful of. And I feel like it's bringing a lot of my relationships to the surface in like a deeper connected way but it's also making me look at the people in my life that goes like "Mm, i don't got time for that shit like bye bitch life is too short Mm -hmm. and so i think for everybody the way in which we're interacting especially with it being an aquarius and a lot of our interactions being over the phone now with it's like doctor's appointments over the phone zoom meetings over the phone phone or internet interviews and 
Mm-hmm. Things like that. It's it's making us really examine our one-on-one relationships and the ways in which we have to really kind of adapt and be unique and restructure. But ultimately, there's a gift here with Jupiter there as well and the abundance and luck and growth to be able to see this lesson and challenge as uh, gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really what I'm seeing right currently with the surface of everything going on and it's going to affect each person differently depending on what house in your chart that this is going to be in so if you want to look this up for yourself and know oh my gosh what does this mean um if you know your natal chart then what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to see what house in your chart has aquarius in it um the easiest way to do this is to use whole sign houses and depending on what your ascendant is. So my ascendant is Virgo. That means that I will have Aquarius in my sixth house. So all of this is going to be happening in my sixth house house of work, service, health, um, self-improvement, um, pets, things like that. Whereas um, yours, let me think, but yours is in your 12th house. <laughs> Yay! Yikes! <laughs> um, Skylar has a Pisces ascendant and his is happening in his 12th house of institutions and... Uh, shadow, <laughs> yeah, darkness. So, so the co- subconscious <laughs> and, you know... Hidden traumas, hopes and fears. I'm pretty much fine. You're fine. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and so that's going to kind of give you a more personal layer of how this might affect you more. If you have, let's say, um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, if you have a... Uh, what's the one Libra I think it'll be Libra ascendant it would mean that this would have be in your fourth home is that correct fourth home or fourth fourth house of home family life so there might be some unique circumstances going on with your um literal house family circumstances where you're living um within the next year or so and the relationships with the people that you have to interact with um stuff like that but I think mm-hmm. What's interesting is if you're just breaking down today's transit in the conjunction of Saturn and Venus, normally I would say that's a really interesting topic to kind of break down. But because there's like so much else there with it, mm-hmm. I don't think that we can just zoom in on that one particular thing and not address the, the other the stuff. other the other elephants in the room. Like this is really big for a lot of people. Clearly. Um yeah, I think it, it is interesting. I liked talking about, um, or when you talked about, like if it was, like let's say Saturn was conjuncting your your natal Venus, like your Venus was placed somewhere and mm-hmm. um, Saturn was conjuncting it. I I liked the idea of um, spending more. T- what did it say about relation, like romantic partnerships? It was like or expressing yourself, expressing, expressing yourself. yourself as that article we read, yeah, literally. Oh my god, um, <laughs> I have a short attention span, but uh, I think that that's an interesting concept. I do like Venus being described as like the way that you express yourself, but I think that it's so much more than that. I think that it's how you interact deeper with 
others mm-hmm. with others. The opposite sign of Libra, the opposition of Libra is Aries. So Aries is all about the self and the ego and the the identity, whereas the opposite of that is the unity, the we, the us, the 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 duo, the connection between more than oneself. Um, and so Venus really helps to connect on that. And when you put Saturn there with Venus, mm-hmm. it's really uh, an opportunity to kind of get more serious about it. Also, if you have Saturn and Venus conjunct in your um, chart, one of the things I'm thinking of is you really like a daddy. Like, okay, well, you know what I mean? Like you're more inclined to mm-hmm. like or be attracted to somebody that has responsibilities that is really achievement oriented or goal oriented or that has like power behind the way in which they feel like they can get their shit taken care of um yeah i read something i can't remember where but it was about natal venus saturn conjunctions Uh and it was talking about this loving sense of duty that you have for the people closest to you and it said that you get a uh it's almost like work a, like a nu- like it's- it says you get like this strange neutralized joy from the duty of serving or like being there for the people that you love it said mm-hmm. like for some i can't remember exactly how they were explaining it but it just seemed really depressing it well, was like saturn can really bring <laughs> it can really suck the fun out of things you know mm-hmm. But that's good because everything isn't just fun and play in life. And sometimes you do have to get the work done or have a responsibility mindset or, you know, want to better yourself, you know, just to feel like you mm-hmm. have purpose, you know? Yeah, like, but why she got to come for Venus like that? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Leave for her sure. alone. Leave her alone. There's <laughs> obviously so much else that we could talk about depending on everybody else's placements yeah. in their chart and what what's your natal venus sign i mean obviously if your natal venus is taurus versus you know libra libra or you know aquarius or aries or whatever it's going to be definitely different if saturn's conjuncting it than yes than some of the other signs but anyways it's a it was a really interesting topic because it's something that i think that maybe not a lot of people might know about what's it, going on it doesn't on. happen very often it's like once every two years or maybe once once every year and a half that they conjunct saturn saturn and venus saturn will make Oh, you're saying like like, Saturn, like transit wise? Yeah, transit wise, Saturn oh, and Venus okay. only conjunct like every once in a while. Well, if you have Saturn conjuncting your natal Venus, that only happens once every thirty years because Saturn will make a full rotation around mm-hmm. your your chart um, every twenty twenty and a half thirty years, depending um, you know where everything's at. But you. Mm-hmm. Well, I meant like in the sky at like at yeah, any given I thought time. Yeah, I thought you meant in your natal. Like in the sky. Like like that? Nah. <laughs> that was super cool. Super fun. So yeah. That was your little astrology lesson, everybody. Um, I actually want to be selfish for a second and oh. thank people. Um, I've had some really really wonderful client work since the beginning of the year, and even last year at the end of the year, but um. I've already forgotten all of 2020 purposely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so starting this year, um, I, I was able to open up a lot of readings already. And I've had a lot of wonderful card readings for clients as well as like natal sessions. And I just 
have really, really enjoyed them. And I think a lot of people have told me that they listen to the podcast. So that's why I don't feel selfish, like saying thank you to the listeners who have mm-hmm. reached out. Um, and yeah, I was able to be on Lisa Papez's channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did a live stream Q and a about astrology and stuff. And I, I know that a lot of people found this podcast or my YouTube channel from that. And I'm really grateful because I had a great time with Lisa but um, if you've gotten a reading from me in the last you know, few months or just ever, thank you because it's really fulfilling and I've really, really enjoyed it. And if you're wanting a reading with me, which I've already had somebody either today or yesterday, I can't remember what day it is, <laughs> say, hey, um, what the fuck are your readings? Um, I probably won't be opening them up for February. Uh, we have some stuff going on and I'll probably be opening them up in March. God bless you, Phoebe. God bless you, Phoebe. God bless you. Oh, good yawn. Uh, Yeah, I might sneakily open up one or two natal chart sessions if I feel like I have time. So if you've been looking for a reading from me, you can go to my website, samanthamenzo.com, and under whatever reading you want, um, there's like a little bar that says waitlist. Basically, all you're doing is giving me your email, and I don't really see it, but the website will... Send you an email when that particular service is restocked. And so you'll know, like, hey, she opened it up because I probably won't announce it. It'll probably just go up and first come, first serve. So I'm being a little selfish and promoing myself, but mostly just to like say thank you Mm because I even had a session today and it was just so great. And yeah, so thank you. Is that it? Um, I've got some bagged air for sale if anybody (laughs) needs any bagged air. I love that. For you. It's an hour. We're done. It's an hour. (laughs) Thank you guys, gals, and in between so much for listening. We love you. Speaking of which, we'll be here for you every week, just like we are. So we're consistency queens. And you're fucking welcome. 96? I don't know. We're getting so close to 100. So close. I'm going to shit my pants. We're going to do a... We should do a live stream. A live stream? We should do a live stream Zoom or some sort of live stream or... Yes. I think that that would be fun. So bring your questions. Bring bring your your fucking trolley comments. We'll try and get it all set up so that people show up. Yeah, I'll do that. Because, I mean, obviously people will show up on your YouTube channel, but I'd rather it be be the the podcast listeners and not just, like, people who are, like... What is this? What is this? Sam's live for once. Oh my God. And then she's like, oh, then they, get, then they get there like, what the fuck is this? Anyways, thank you for so much for listening. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Stay beautiful. Jive